0: everybody welcome to another edition of what's what vr we have chef celeste again with us today and we also have angel jackson with us from the east Rouge council on aging chef celeste obviously chef celeste creations how's everybody doing this morning
1: doing well doing well very well
0: Doing good. Uh, doing pretty good. Hadn't gotten behind schedule yet, and that's the most important thing. It usually just progressively gets worse as the day goes on, as I get pulled different directions. So, so, Chef, this is your second time with us. We've had you on. We're doing some updates, you know, kind of see what's going on. As we dive into it, there's got to be, in the times that we're in these days, everything changes by the day, by the hour, by the minute. We haven't talked to you in a week. Mm-hmm. What's new? What's happening kind of in your world here?
1: Well, the new thing is, um, I'm finding that the restaurant portion of it, so I'll take that question in stages, the restaurant portion of it, the walk-ins are a lot slower. And I'm finding that we have a lot of people that are cooking online, you know, you see all the videos of people at home, and they're doing their cooking. We also have people cooking at home that are selling food that need, you know, they're doing this to pay their rent or their mortgages. Yeah. So um, that's another thing that the restaurants are contending with. But what we've done to kind of offset that is, uh, as we were speaking uh, last week about the meal preps and picking up the food at the uh, at the farmer's market, that has gone extremely well. We um, I, I do prepackaged food and, and it, some of it like this here. Uh, this is a smaller single size, but I also do family sizes. And that one has um, taken off. So we do the pre-orders and they come pick that up. Um, I make extras for people like me that don't follow directions all the way. So they don't (laughs) pre-order. We have food for them also. Um, So that's one of the new things that, um, that we're doing one of the changes this week. And um, I teamed up with another restaurant to um, cater some food for first responders uh, yesterday. And that came from Better Together. But I believe that if I have enough, I can cover my bills. I'm going to bring somebody else in so that they can do the same thing. And, you know, we can all keep our employees paid. So just share, you know, the business that's coming in.
0: That's awesome. Before we get too far, and I don't have a note here, where you said people can pre-order?
1: They can pre-order at um, info at chefceleste.com or um, they can text me. I'd, I'd rather um, not take phone calls because I forget. <laughs> and even if I, I write it down somewhere, I'm not going to remember where I wrote it down. There's so many things going on. So info at chefceleste.com or they can text me at 225 324 hmm? Oh two two five three two four five six one six text.
0: Text and a name, some orders, and you can kind of get a conversation going back and forth there. Yes. Yes. Awesome. No, I was just going to say, I'm in the same boat as you. I've got uh, like my scrap paper with notes and then I'll end up losing the scrap piece of paper.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So
0: So, Angel, what's going on in your world over there? Um, Same story, you know, right? Things are changing.
2: Things are changing even since last week. Um, So last Tuesday, we reopened our food pantry for our seniors. Um, One day a week on Tuesday afternoons. Last Tuesday was our first time reopening, and we had over 1,500 seniors come through. um, Wow! Bags of groceries, fresh fruit, um, canned goods, dairy, bread, and you know, household supplies. Um, Also, last week we reopened six of our senior—excuse me, seven of our senior centers—for hot meal servings once. Uh, once a day. So it's drive-through. So the seniors can drive through around lunchtime and literally pick up to-go plates from uh, seven of the senior centers throughout the parish. So that has been going on for the past week and our seniors are excited to see our faces again. We're excited to check on them. Um, Again, we're still implementing um, social distancing and trying to keep them safe. So they're not getting out their cars they're merely rolling down their windows, replacing the food in, and you know, waving them along. But that's changing our operations. Just the, just the, those two different things uh, last week has gotten them back out interacting with the agency again, and slowly bringing them back into the um, senior centers.
0: That's amazing. Fifteen hundred people in a pantry. You know, yes. that's incredible. That's, yes. How do you get the how do you get the word out to these seniors? We found you know sometimes that's a you know hard group to you know market to because they're not always in the email and you know online. Is it, how do you get that message out? Is it
2: well? We have a great program here that we use in the agency called One Call, and all of our seniors are segmented based on their services. So we send out text messages and voicemail calls to remind them and let them know. Hey, we're reopening the food pantry on Tuesday between these hours at this location, come out and get your groceries for the week. Um, We also have several social media platforms and we post flyers and updates on those as well. Um, So we stay in constant contact with our seniors and a variety of different um, avenues to communicate with them.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's, I like those kind of pieces of technology and the fact that we're in this day and age you know this would have been 50 years ago this would have been a completely different message you know how to get it out there to people so um you mentioned and i'm just assuming if you've got 1500 people showing up you know that's on tuesdays you know this is monday so tomorrow
2: tomorrow i can't imagine
0: that lasts very long you probably need to get there early
2: (laughs) you definitely need to get there early um the drive-through starts um at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah, last week at one that was already a line through the parking lot and down the street. Um, so seniors are definitely coming out. They're coming out early to get their get in line to get their um, their produce, their supplies. So you want to get there early and make sure that you get what you need for the week.
0: That's that's awesome. I had, uh, Jeff, I had a question. Somebody emailed me uh, after our last you know, talk was wanting to know more clarification on how you and the Council on Aging are working together, you know, kind of where's that tie, you know, between you two, Mm -hmm. there was wanting to, I guess we didn't go into that much detail. Sometimes we assume that we all know these stories, but I had a couple Mm of people, you know, email in.
1: Well, I am the Director of Dining Services. So Mm -hmm. I've been working with the Council on Aging for um, almost two years now. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I came in and I was able to see the organization from the inside and, and all the good programs that they have going on, and it was just a, a good fit for me to align myself with the Council on Aging, and especially since I've been doing um, senior dining since like like starting since I graduated college, so that was like a lot of years ago, and uh, no, like five. This is kind of round it all out. So so yeah. But so, um, that, that's, that's my sense of pride knowing that a large majority of the seniors in East Baton Rouge Parish, I have a little part in their nutrition. I
0: was going to say, I've heard some rumor and I'm going to kind of put you on a spot here that you've been doing a lot of giving back, you know, in the community here. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's hard, you know, to talk about, but I've got a little bit here. You've got to tell me, tell everybody, you know, some of the stuff Let's you kind of, you know, Here's mm-hmm. your soapbox, you know, to stand on for a minute here. Tell me what's going on.
1: Okay, here's my soapbox that uh the chef's last that people do not know a lot of. Um, since I've been here, I started with Girl Scouts and I would go and teach classes there. Um, that's moved forward to uh Big Buddy. So I'll I'll go in and mentor and have teaching uh classes there. That's all for free. Um I am so sorry. Okay, sorry about that.
0: You're all right.
1: So I'll start that one from the top. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I started with, with uh, Girl Scouts, giving back. And mm-hmm. um, now I do Big Buddy. I go into the schools and I teach uh, c- culinary in there for free. And I teach them surfing. I also give back to um, other culinarians, restaurateurs, people that are interested in being in the business. I um, First off, I'm going to say I'm not rich but I do start, help uh, businesses start up at no cost. So, you know, if I have a space and they want to come in, um, I'll vet them and then I'll let them come on in and and start their business. Um, So they can see if this is something that they really want to do or let them take off with that. And then they can move on to another location. Um, And then any event um, nonprofit that needs food for a cause if i can't do it all myself i'll pull a group of people together and we'll go do that we'll do a repass we'll do um food for various um various occasions all for a good cause just that's just my way of giving back and that's a lot more in there but you know
0: what is a repass for the non-chefs
1: well i didn't know what that was either until i moved okay here. okay i don't old, feel bad like the angel come on help me out now
2: okay so um, a repass in the south is The dinner or reception following a funeral service. So after the funeral and you go to the burial, you get together back as a family or a community, and you have a meal together. And it's basically an an extension of the celebration of life for a deceased loved one.
0: Ah, yeah. I didn't know they called that. I know I've, I've been to it. You know, I've done it like every time. You know, someone. You know, we've had a loved one pass. You know, and then. I didn't know there was an actual name for it though. So interesting. I called it the reception, but I guess that's more like a wedding reception, not a Uh repass. Mm -hmm, So so tell me out of all of that, Mm -hmm. the time that you have, you know, how you're planning, how you're putting all this together, you know, like we talked last week, just bouncing and moving from place to place to place, Mm -hmm. you know, going all over running everything for the senior citizens over there at Southside. You know, Mark's not with us this week, but we'll talk with him. I know he's busy with some planning over there. Yes. Um, What is, what's the next step? Where do you see, you know, can you see a little bit, you know, what does the crystal ball show you what's coming down the road a little bit?
1: That's the hard part for me because with the restaurants, um, I'm kind of winding down for that. At least that was my plan for the, for actual 2020. And we talked about that. So Mm -hmm. with the downtown location, I'm playing with the idea of doing more of bringing in, take, let's say um, six chefs that want to, or they don't have to be chefs. So people that want to get into the restaurant business and give them two months each to come in, showcase what they do, see if this is really what they want to do but they have i have to have their business affairs in order you know their insurance all of that but come and run the bistro with your restaurant with your menu items to see if this is really what you want to do to help to Hmm. spotlight more people that want to be in the industry so um that's an idea i'm playing with as well as um the teaching and um the um, definitely keeping with the prepackaged meal. So I I can see that one very long term.
0: That's interesting. It's almost, I don't want to use the word incubator, but it's like a real life, you know, try before you buy, you know, because it's expensive to get in the restaurant business. I've had many friends that have done it. And it is, Mm -hmm. I remember I had one friend and this was, that was naive. I remember him telling me we first met and I was like, Oh, that's cool. You own such and such place. I was like, that's gotta be great. You've got your daughter now. He had a young mm-hmm. daughter. And I was like, that's gotta be awesome. You get to spend all that time with her, and you know, you're not too busy. And he's like, Brian, are you kidding me? He goes, I've got to open it up and get deliveries first thing in the morning. Right. We're there all the way till the end of the night. He goes, It's around the clock. He goes, This is the most the busiest you can ever be. And when long story short, where I'm kind of driving this back to is he ended up telling me, you know, that he ended up getting out of the business because it was mm-hmm. just taking so much time out of his life, and that you know, a lot of people don't know what they're signing up for when they get into it. Yeah. He's like, it's, I remember he told me, I love to cook. I don't mm-hmm. love running a business, you know? <laughs> and,
1: and see, that's where I am. Uh, earlier in my, uh, career, i just love to start them, open them, start them, sell them. You know, that's just mm-hmm. the fun part for me, but, uh, it has to be in you. This is something you have to love or you will not survive in it because you can make all the money in the world but it's time consuming. I mean, you have to eat, drink, sleep, restaurant and food. So um, I love it.
0: So tell me is, we're talking, you know, restaurants, you know, but the big thing right now, and even in my uneducated mind, you know, catering, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what restaurants are kind of in my mind, like I said, doing catering right now, you know, Mm -hmm. to some degree is what I would call it. But, you know, is there room You know, for anybody who's wanting to do catering, you know, to, you know, if you're that new, you know, if you're that chef, if you're that guy sitting at home, you know, who's had, you know, I'm picturing, you know, maybe the blessing out of this somewhere is we've got some awesome chef who, you know, was working at some job, not Uh cooking. He's been sitting at home for a month, just cooking, 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 you know, for everybody around him and everybody saying, you need to go do this. You need to go start. You need to do. Can he now? You know, can she, you know, is there room in this?
1: There is plenty of room. And I have to tell you, um, I had a, um, I'm gonna say a young chef kind of lash out at me earlier in the week because I did not get back to him to give him his um, serve safe training. And mind you, we're in a pandemic and this is when (laughs) it first started and I'm going 24 seven trying to get everybody, Southside Gardens, Council on Aging, uh, restaurants, everybody regroup. So I literally forgot. But instead of reaching out, he kind of lashed out and, you know, and thinking that I didn't want him to get ahead or, um, you know, trying to hoard the business. You can't hoard the business. There are so many people here in Baton Rouge and we all don't know the same clientele. So um, even if we have, let's say we have three or 4,000 caterers here in Baton Rouge, there's still more people. We can't do them all even in seven days. So um, there's plenty of room you're going to find your niche. Just know when you come out into the business, you can't please everyone. You're not going to be able to do multiple jobs in one day. You can do a few, but I mean, you can't go from morning to night, you know, 10, 12 different jobs in one day. So there's plenty of room. So I always say when people look at me and they're, they're like, chef, you're out here, you're doing this, you're in the spotlight and you're doing all the, all the other things. I say, yeah, but it needs to be more. Why is it just me? So
0: that's um, I was talking with some guys. We have a little business project that we're working on and we're kind of bringing into the fold. And Mm we literally was telling them last week, I was, you know, they were trying to figure out how this was all going to work with the moving parts where I was like, guys, look, there's a big enough pie out there for us. You know, I just want to make sure I've got a slice of pie. I don't care Mm -hmm. how big, I don't care how small, just, I, I just need a slice of it. And we'll figure it out later. There's enough, you know, business to go around for everybody out there. And I think sometimes people get in their own way. When you start mm-hmm. worrying about what the guy next to you is doing, when you're worried about, you know, how are you going to be, you know, number one, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it clouds the judgment. You know, you're sitting there worrying about what's going on over here when it's like, hey, you've got a business to run. You've got, you know, do this. Don't worry about that. You know,
1: that is exactly right. Yeah, starting out, um, I very seldom would um, even follow another chef or look and (laughs) see what they're doing, especially in the Baton Rouge area, because if you see the work that they're doing, and it's a lot of great work out there, it may cross over into your style of cooking. And (laughs) I always like for my work to be authentic. So, you know, I don't go and check out my neighbors, even though even in the market, we have seven different vendors in there. You know, I don't want to see what you're doing. I don't want to see what you're doing. You know,
0: I want to do what Chef Celeste does. So, that's, that's just my take on it. I think um, Simon Sinek online, if you've ever watched some of his stuff, you know, he's a great speaker, he's online talking. Mm-hmm. He talks about uh, a game theory, you know, it's a finite game or an infinite game. I mean, he talks about businesses where, and it's interesting, people can go online and look, but the short version is he talks about when pe- businesses say, you know, we're number one, and such mm-hmm. and such, well, by whose rules? Is it because right. you made the most money or you have the most customers or you've been around longer than anybody there's no agreed upon set of rules like in you know a football game you know you can say right. we won well we all agreed to the rules we set up the objective we set agreed on a time you know but in business too many times you know people run around you know we're well, number one well great you're number one for i didn't agree to that so i think i'm number one so it's all objective so if you just head down, you know, as I say, find something you love to do and show up. You know, mm-hmm, exactly. you'll generally, you know, do well. Yeah. So to kind of derail, I can't come up with a good enough segue, but I did hear some really awesome things. You know, I just, you guys got a donation by the Haynes company or yes. the state did, t- What this was pretty big. This was, you know, a need yes. that was needed and you guys were able to help facilitate this, right?
2: So Haynes Company made a donation to the state, through the governor's office, um, of cloth face mask. And through the governor's office and our mayor president um, Sharon weston Room, she donated um, the face mask to several agencies, several state agencies um, who give back to the community, especially the most vulnerable segments of the community. So we received a large donation of cloth reusable face masks that we are going to start giving away to our seniors for free today. So you can literally drive up to one of those seven sites that are open today, passing out lunches, and also pick up a couple of masks. And you don't have to be one of our registered seniors to get a mask. You just need to be sixty years or older, and come through and say you're you're looking for uh, one of the free donated masks, and we'll be there to to, to give that to you. And like
0: to throw it through the window? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, just crack your window just a little bit, and we're gonna throw that into. We're you.
0: gonna stick it in like the night deposit, you know. We'll <laughs> find it into you.
2: Exactly, minimal contact. But we are so excited to receive that donation because we get inundated with calls of seniors who are looking for supplies. And it's great to give them their food and give them their nutrition, but they need other tools to combat this virus in the hand of this pandemic, like the household cleaning supplies and the mask. So this is something that we're excited to be able to give back to the seniors of our community because we know it's in heavy demand um, and they're, they're in short supply. So, you know, we're excited to be able to hand that to them today.
0: That's awesome. And one of the things you kind of just folded in there, but, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but you guys are doing not just, you know, the food, but it's the toiletries, the cleaning supplies, the Lysol. Mm -hmm. That wasn't in your wheelhouse before, was it? Or you guys had to pivot a little bit and do this, you know, more now.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Our mission is to support independence and serve our seniors however that may end up being. And as the pandif- pandemic unfolded, we had to be able to shift our operations in order to continue implementing our mission, but giving the seniors what they needed at that time to be successful and, and take care of themselves during the pandemic.
0: That's all, and that can't be easy to, you know, it's hard enough for me to go out and get a can of Lysol, you know, and mm-hmm. you guys are just binding it, packaging, turn around, you know, to get rid of it, you know, get it out there. You know, I think exactly. that's, that's impressive. You know, like I said, you said, you know, 1500 people showing up. You've got these seven locations before, again, almost kind of where we talked with chef. If you're a senior, how do they get on your list? How do they register with you? What's the phone number? What's the website? Like, how do we, there's a senior out there watching this going great. Sounds good. Sign me up. Where do I go? You know, what's the, you know, how do they, how do we get them this information where they felt like we didn't just tease them with this information?
2: The easiest way to sign up to become a member of the Council on Aging is to go to our website, ebrcoa.org, and complete a service application. And that service application will take down all of your pertinent contact information, but also allow you to pinpoint what your needs are. So that one of our care managers can reach out to you directly to do a quick intake process and qualify you for each of the services that you're interested in. Um, They can also reach out and give us a call at our main office, 225-923-8000. They want to speak to someone directly to get immediate information. And we also have an email inbox that is actually manned by a live person on a daily basis info at ebrcoa.org. And we're also available to respond to their emails and help direct them through the service application online.
0: So every channel, you're there, you got somebody waiting on the other end of it.
2: Exactly.
0: So, So to kind of swing this pendulum from one end, you know, to the other, and once again, Chef's right in the middle of it. From seniors, you know, and taking care of them and the nutrition that comes with them, Chef you've got a passion for child nutrition at the same time. There's a story back here. I feel there's something there's, I I feel there's a nugget of information that we need to dig out, you know, here. What's, what's the history here?
1: Well, the history is I always loved cooking as a kid. So I was in the kitchen with my mom, my grandmother, um, all of that. And, some of the memories that come back, when uh, when my mom would come home from work, the first thing I would do was smell her hands. Like, come oh, on, let me smell your hands. Because they smell like onions and bell peppers. <laughs> so because she worked in a restaurant also. And that's just a smell, you know, if you cook, you know, it takes uh, lemon juice or something like that to get it off. So that, that was, um, I've always loved to cook. And I find that children have that curiosity. I was one when we would go to the grocery store, I wanna try something new. If it's something that we didn't have at home, can we buy this, can I take it home and try it? And for, to get the proper nutrition into a lot of households, I believe you really have to go through the child. So we go into the schools over to uh, Ryan Elementary with um, the farmer's market, and there's a cooking class there. And you, the kids have gardens, And if you get them to try the vegetables and the the strawberries that they grow, everything in a different way, I'll have them eat it raw. Then I'll cook some for them and let them try it. And I, I like them to try things without a lot of oil in there, without a lot of salt in there, and without just smothering everything down and taking all the nutrients out. And you find that majority of the kids like it. You always have that one or two that um, they're not going to try anything you do yet until they see all their friends eat it and then they want to try it. But um, that's one of my passions is to get the food out to the kids, nutritious food, and then in the hopes that they will bring mom and dad to the farmer's market or even to the grocery store and try and entice them to cook healthier at home.
0: That's, that's awesome. I think, you know, too many people don't realize the difference in like a fresh, you know, food, like a fresh, like a vegetable, like pull it out of the ground, get it out of the right. garden, take a bite. It's um, for my South Louisiana, you know, analogy, like you've never had an oyster until you had one that came off the boat and you were still mm-hmm. on the dock, you know, that's yeah. a whole nother, you know, class of food. But I think, you know, to tie into that, I think it comes to, you mentioned the cooking classes, I, I remember as a kid, you know, going through and learning, you know, some of the basics of cooking and Mm -hmm. I learned true story this weekend that I failed is, you know, the parenting fail. My daughter got up who's 12 and decided she was going to make some muffins, you know, for Mm -hmm. her seven year old brothers. Um, And so I just was like, okay, and we could smell. And I'm like, that doesn't smell. You know, and she pulled it out of the oven and just a complete fail. Nothing, you know, rose now. I'm like, what did you do? She's like, well, we didn't have regular flour. So I just used almond flour and Uh we didn't really have any sugar. So I used salt, you know, and it was like, (laughs) no, this, (laughs) (laughs) it was horrible. It was just, you know, this epic failed, you know, nothing rose. And then they were like, well, maybe it just will taste good
2: Uh because it didn't
0: look right. No, didn't even, you know, and then they had to sit there, all of them just scrubbing the pan, trying to get, you know, these muffins out. And when you were talking about it, it kind of brought back. It's like, that is something, you know, and that's, it's a life skill. You know, there's certain things in life that you've got to learn to do. You know, I believe everybody should be able to change a tire you know, on a car, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody needs to be able to understand some basic cooking. If you don't have this, you can substitute this. If you don't, this measurement, you know, this is, you know, how many quarts equal the gallon and how many pints equal. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that it's one of those things that we're skipping past because it's so easy to open an app and say, bring me something.
1: Well, th- that's true, but even in the restaurant business, what you just said as far as if you don't have one item, um, substitute another item, a lot of people, they that's not common knowledge, but to <laughs> me, it's like, okay, it's common sense, but I love to cook, so I'm just not in it for the money, I'm not in it for fame, I'm just in it because I love to cook, and when you take a bite of something, uh, I just want to look at you, and most of the time when you bite something, you know, Either eyebrows going to go up, or you're going to slip out of, mm. and it's like, you don't need to say anything else. You told me everything That's I need cool. to know right there. So, uh, But kids can cook. We had a program with Big Buddy where we brought the kids in for the summer, and they literally cooked the items that are on my Saturday menu from um, uh, shrimp benedicts. We had um, regular benedicts. We, they make the hollandaise sauce, everything from scratch. So if you were to walk in instead of you placing your order for the chef to cook it, this child back here, would cook it. And I expected it to look the same way as if you were to go to another broken egg or you come to my bistro on a normal Saturday and you didn't know who cooked it. That's the way I expect my food to look. And you know what? They did it.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Cause he's kind of drew a little thread in my mind. It's cooking's a skill that if you learn it, it doesn't matter, you know, your age. It's right. going to transcend, you know, from you learn it as a child all the way to, you know, a senior that maybe they're grabbing some ingredients from, you know, Angel's pantry. But mm-hmm. the back to my you know, daughter, the 12 year old, if she's given the skill, there's nothing, it's not anything physical. You know, it's if I go get in, you know, the airplane and fly an airplane and then tell mm-hmm. somebody else to jump in, well, they don't know how to do it so it's they can't do it you know they're Mm -hmm. gonna have to go learn that if you can but there's certain you know requirements to that there's no requirement to cooking you know there's no age. there's no certification that you have to get there's nothing there if you can say you know here's the ingredients do this with them Mm -hmm. they can learn to do it just as well as you can and then they can exactly you know to pull our you know lesson out of the bible you, you know you can Instead of giving the man a fish, you can teach him to fish. fish you know? yeah. So that's awesome. So I think we're kind of we've made a full circle all the way around from you know, what is the business moving? You know, Angela, are we missing anything on your side? Is there anything you got any more surprises for us? We're giving out, you know, masks today, we're tossing them in. We've got the pantry opening up tomorrow. hmm At so one. Get there early.
2: Get there early, one to four on Tuesdays. Um, and then if you have uh, if you're a congregate senior to get a hot meal we're giving away those hot meals daily from 11 to 2 at the seven open senior centers that we have in the parish
0: that's amazing chef what are we missing we've covered a lot of ground again today i'm excited Uh it's fun to talk with you every week and kind of see what's going on are we missing anything
1: I don't think we're missing anything. The only thing I will remind them to do is check the website, um, or not the website, the um, Facebook page, Mm -hmm. Chef Celeste Bistro. Um, I'm going to put the menu out, what we're doing for the Saturday pickup. I know one of the items is the crawfish lasagna. I already have. Someone requested that, and uh, so I'm like, okay, we'll make that one again. Um, So yeah, just check back in with me um, at least by Wednesday to see what we're making.
0: And pre-order. pre-order is awesome
1: (laughs) it ensures that you get your food i'd hate for you to get to the end of the line and you come out late and then we're sold out because we did sell off this week
0: wow that's good it's always better to sell out you know than to have you know leftover and so well look i'm gonna give everybody some time back in your day i appreciate you showing up you know here for us running through giving us some updates we're gonna do it again everybody have a good week we're going to stay on time. I'm going to do my best to stay on time today. So I know, Chef, you're running in circles. Yes. So, all right. You guys have a great week. Thank you.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Bye-bye.